If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about to get real sexy at Frank and Beans today. <laughs> you little sexy Franks and Beanies, oh, you. Well, I feel like we should just <laughs> go ahead and do our own uh, sex sex line recording. Yeah. So call us. We're waiting. <laughs> After hours. One yeah. nine hundred Frank and Beans. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun about the sex industry. Yeah. Oh, in case you couldn't tell by the title of the episode, mm-hmm. Occupations. Occupations. <laughs> we thought real long and hard about real long and hard about <laughs> that one. <laughs> There's going to be lots of penis pun. Oh, penis s- puns. So many puns. So many puns. Yeah. But to recap, our last episode was about sexual orientation. Yeah, with the wonderful uh, Topher when- Kogan. And- well, Wendy Love Edge Wendy and Topher Kogan of the mm-hmm. Wendy Love Edge and Topher Kogan show. Imagine that. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. We really appreciate it. They have a wonderful occupation, much like ours. Yeah. But you know what? Some people have an occupation because of the fact that sex is so important in our lives mm-hmm. that it has spawned pun intended, <laughs> a multi, well, several multi-billion dollar industries. Oh, yeah. And we tried to find the numbers, but there's no way of telling. They literally said on it, like, billions, no one knows how many billions. Right. Billions and millions and billions. <laughs> it's like, right. it's a lot. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. How many um, stars are in the sky? What? How many stars yeah, are in the sky? Billions. Exactly. Yeah. Trillions of billions. Right. Kazillions. But anyway, um, so we thought discussing the economic side of sex was very interesting. And then, you know, that the fact that literally some people depend on it for depend on sex for their um, what do you call it? Income. Yeah, their income or yeah, their uh, livelihood. That's what I was looking for. And of course, I mean, we're a sex podcast. So why not talk about the people who make a living? Exactly. Absolutely. I'm a little jealous, I gotta say. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> I just said absolutely. And oh. I have to, we have to tell you guys, quick side note, that it's been brought to our attention that we say a lot of the same things. We have our catchphrases. We have our catchphrases and our things that we do a lot. So we're working on a Frankenbeans drinking game. <laughs> and I think we're going to have like a bronze star level, a silver mm-hmm. star, and a gold star. Yeah. Um, but just to give you like a quick uh, preview of what we've come up with so far. <laughs> You will have to drink every time Beth breaks out into song. <laughs> uh, yeah. Every time Brian says, fair enough, or here's the thing. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> every time Beth says, um, or like, that's going to be the dangerous level. That's, that's the gold level. Yeah. That's going to be like death level drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, anytime I say, absolutely. <laughs> is, <laughs> but you don't say it like that. So embarrassingly much. Um. Every time Brian fucks with the sound system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Every time Beth references that she's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Bonus points if I'm if it's a bad bitch from Chicago <laughs> reference. Every time we accidentally make up a word. That happens a lot. And every time that Beth burps. Mm. So there will be more to come. Yeah. It should be fun. But just in case you wanted to play along today, there's your categories. Fair enough. 
<laughs> There's one to get you started. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll even drink to that one. That was good. Yeah. Even though I am drinking coffee. So anyway, what? Ooh. You're an, oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going to put that on the other table. Um, I can move it closer to you. First of all, why are you drinking coffee, Brian? Well, and then I just do it. Right. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, well, we, we had an early start. Yeah, that's true. So uh, <laughs> You're not drinking, so okay, I'm, that's fine. Well, I mean, twist my arm. Hey, every time we crack a beer. Every time we crack a beer, that was another one I'll throw it take, take a drink. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. So, back to sexual occupations. Mm-hmm. Um, they do say that prostitution is the oldest profession. Uh, yeah. Which it kind of is. Um, when they talk about it in the Bible. I mean, that was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you think of like old Western times, like the women oh, were yeah. like, you know. Yeah. What other occupation were women doing in any other old Western movie you've ever seen? <laughs> Nothing. Right. They were like the rancher's daughter. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you had like damsel in distress or <laughs> yeah. prostitute. That was yeah. it. Those were your options back then. So, saloon girls. Saloon. Well, saloon girls were prostitutes. I know that. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, but that kind of also like gets to the next point, which is that, um, you know, a lot of times women are the ones that are finding themselves in these positions because um, just because of different, you know, the way that. America is now. Right. You know, and I've said it before. It's like, you know, if a woman loses her job um, at the office or something, it's almost like waitressing is the easy fallback. Mm -hmm. But for men, it's like I could lose my job today and I can go work construction tomorrow making $25 an hour. Yeah. I don't think women have that. We really don't. Yeah. Or if you're uneducated a lot of times, you know, and not everybody has the same opportunities in America. And in fact, that seems to be getting a becoming a wider of a gap, you know, as time goes on. Um, but also, you know, like the Puritan America that yeah. America was founded on was, you know, it was, you know, it, it's where we prostitution is only legal in one state now. Yeah. And that's because, you know, we've sort of become a society that frowns upon, you know, sex being out in the open and this and that. But, you know, then at the same time, you still have women who, you know, don't have a lot of other options and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. In fact, um, a couple of quick statistics uh, of all sex workers, 80 percent are female ages 13 to 25. You know, and that's kind of that's. Yeah, I hate to hear that. Yikes. But it's kind of the same thing with. <clears throat> marijuana being decriminalized. Mm-hmm. Um, if it can be regulated and if it can be protected, um, in Nevada, there's no 13 oh, year old yeah. prostitutes. If you watch that show on HBO about the bunny ranch, Cat House. Yeah, you actually, they have nothing but the greatest things to say about how well taken care of they are. Right. They're tested regularly, they are protected physically. Yes. You know, and it's the same thing like in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prostitution is legal there. It's kind of like, you know, there's one area where, you know, it's I think they do that like geographically because it's like, look, you know, we we get that this shouldn't be in front of kids and whatnot. Right. So they have the red light district so that that's where you can go to find this particular industry. And if you have kids, don't go there. Yeah. And 
at the same time, these it, these people can be professionals who, you know, are protected and, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, a, a protected industry and all of that, even regulated. The, even the Bunny Ranch, it's in Nevada, but it's still like 40 miles away from Las Vegas mm-hmm. and it's out by itself. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I think as you decriminalize these things and you can regulate them, they become safer for everybody involved. Absolutely. It says, oh God, I did it again. Every time I say absolutely now, I'm going to be like, eh. <laughs> so they say sex workers are more likely to suffer poor health, violence, and abuse in countries where it's criminalized. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, now the catch 22, again, like we said, is that, you know, the way that things are now, um, with women and gen- changing gender roles, women are finding themselves in a position where they have to be the breadwinner and still take care of the kids. And well, do single everything. mom, single mom of two kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and you said this earlier, who has a fucking job that allows them to drop kids off at 7 a.m. and pick them up at 3 p.m.? I Like what? I don't know why I, I'm just this is kind of now dawning on me as an adult. <laughs> Because I've been in the workforce for so many years, but I'm like, I couldn't even feel good about having kids because you have to have a career. And then it's like, no one gets off at three o'clock. Right. You know? Right. And then where are those kids going for two hours? You know? Oh, you can it's send so, them to an aftercare program that you got to pay $100 a month for. Right. When I was yeah. left to my own devices as a child like that, I was a reckless fool. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you have to feel for these women who wants to be a good parent mm-hmm. and don't want to just like have these latchkey kids who are left to their own devices for hours and yeah. you know but still have to bring in money to support them yeah so um you know with that being said we kind of felt that maybe we should be on the positive side of this battle and help women see that like prostitution illegal prostitution isn't the only option sure you know that um and also, you know, at the same time, shed light on the fact that it's a legitimate industry. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's so successful is because, surprise, everyone is having sex. Yeah, everyone likes sex. People need sex, yeah, you know? absolutely. And, you know, we demonize, like, this industry. Like, you know, I mean, it's not for me, but that's probably because no one would want to pay to see me have sex. Well, but, but you know, we you also kind of fall under the whole that that stigma of oh, this is bad, right? And that's what well, what I'm saying is, you know, the what I was about to follow that up with is that nor would I be able to do it because of the fact that like oh my god, I would never be able to. My dad would never be able to live with himself if sure. he knew that I was doing that, and you know. That's just it is, you know, not everyone's families are like that. And some people mm. have to do it. Some people are proud to do that. And they like that empowerment. And it shouldn't be so demonized because guess what? It wouldn't be so successful if everybody. Right. It's not one person pumping millions of dollars or like no. a few thousand freaks or whatever. Like, right. No, no, no. Everybody's fucking millions and billions are like. They're giving McDonald's a run for their money with the billions and billions <laughs> served or whatever. Like, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So anyway, um, so we thought that maybe shedding a little light on more, um, more of the occupations available. Yeah, maybe some safer of, options. Yeah, and then you know just like that fact that that it is legitimate mm-hmm. and it's not just oh sex sex workers are hookers, right? You know, yeah, 
it's a you know um it it, it does doesn't just mean it takes a village <laughs> it's, it takes a village to raise a penis brain. <laughs> <laughs> um it's not just you know somebody standing on the corner that's that's very rare right these days with technology and, yeah um, in fact <laughs> brian and i <laughs> brian and i strongly considered and debated trying to find a special guest that was a sex worker yeah so we were like all right well let's just go to a titty bar and we'll talk to a stripper and see if she wants These to come on the show. These are all derogatory terms that you're using I'm right really now. sorry. I know. <laughs> Thank you for being the woke one. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is my topic. But no, we're going to do that and it's we going to slip out. And, yeah, so you know. we're sorry. We apologize. Part yeah. of this is trying to legitimize this, so I do apologize. That was... Thank you, Brian. <laughs> but back to what we were going to do. Right. We wanted to find a sex worker so that she could come on and tell her side of the story and, yeah, absolutely. and probably clear up a lot of mi- misunderstanding. Um, but we definitely chickened out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the Frankenbean studio is in my spare bedroom. So Right. And we're mm. like, we would just walk in there and be like, yeah, we have a podcast. You want to come over and record right. with us? And they'd be like, all right, creepster. Like, right. get out of here. That's what all the guys say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so we'll, I guess we'll get started by talking about some of the more traditional sex worker mm-hmm. roles. Um, this is kind of. What we think of first when you think sex worker, right? Yeah. So you have escorts, mm-hmm. you know, and some of those are legal. Some of those are illegal, depending on, you know, the monitoring of your particular geographic area. Sure. Then you also have, you know, you have to remember, too, that not all escorts are necessarily having sexual intercourse. That's very true. Um, You know, a lot of these things that I was reading where it was sex workers talking about you know the industry and stuff they were discussing the fact that a lot of men are just lonely and want company and that it's you know those are some of their best customers who don't even expect them to have sex right but they just want literally an escort a partner companionship someone to have dinner with yeah yeah yeah. and you know um it's a shame that i mean you know we kind of think it's weird or whatever but Look at the stuff that we're willing to do for companionship mm-hmm. outside of this, like, you know, monitored sort of environment of like, okay, there's a, a money exchange for this. Brian, how many times have you gone out on dates hoping mm-hmm. to find companionship and you paid for dinner and you never talked to her again and it went terribly? Plenty of times. Exactly. Plenty of times. So you have somebody that has decided within themselves that. This is a professional. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a great time. She's going to ensure I have a great time and make sure that I have that companionship need filled. Yeah. So, you know, to each their own. So don't always think of an escort as something on an episode of Law and Order SVU. Right. And that's a, that's a good point. You know, males, if you are looking for an escort, don't assume that you're getting sex at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes Definitely. you may just be getting an escort. Yeah, for sure. Um, you also have, I think this one might be a tiny bit outdated because mm-hmm. what comes to mind for me is Playboy, but you have erotic photography. Sure. So, you know, someone has to take the nudie pics. Yeah. And um, you probably don't see it as much anymore just because, right. you know, anybody can buy a, a camera. Um, 
Well, and yeah, you know, you and know, that's like just a, it is a video camera with the with the spawn of the internet. It's like, yeah, you can find a video which is obviously more satisfying than a picture than a picture. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know. But back in the olden days, when Brian was a young boy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I and mean, also, yeah, it still exists to where there's fetish models and there's you know. Also, you have like in terms of erotic photography, you also have like think about. You know, have you ever seen where people take like sexy photos for their like the, spouse? What is it? Uh, Brodeur shots or Brodeur? Well, yeah, because you think of the traditional like women's like mm-hmm. sexy photography. Um, but I actually know people who have done this for their spouse. Like, yeah. and it's kind of cool because it's like, you know, maybe your fiance is headed off to war and you want to send him off with something how ro- nice for How romantic. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> so that's a nice thing, you know, what? like they, he's risking his life for this country. God damn right. He should have a nudie shot yeah, or tastefully my uh, done nude shot of his fiance. This guy that I was in Iraq with, his wife made him a calendar of like pinup shots. That is so cute. It was cute until one of the guys was like, your wife's fucking hot. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh, but yeah, right. that was, that was, yeah. Oh, so see, it's not all like as bad as yeah, you're thinking. Yeah, you're going to be gone for a year. This mm-hmm. calendar is a year. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. I think it's neat. So um, you also have adult film performers, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think these are perhaps the most misunderstood of all of the sex workers because, you know what? It's like, oh, porn star, right? Is what, sure. the, you know, the bad terminology for it. But by God... Look me in the eye and tell me you haven't watched pornography and I will show you a man that is lying to you. Okay. Sure, absolutely. Like, you know, everybody, the unsung heroes, yeah. the unsung heroes of, of the sex mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Everybody watches porn. Right. And yeah, you know what? Sure. I'm sure it's not back to our holiday episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the family up to speed on what you're doing at the holidays. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so. I, have you ever watched any of those um, adult film star documentaries? Mm, oh, the only one I watched on Netflix. Oh, I think it was on Netflix. It was really sad, though. It was like all these girls that get now because it's such an explosive oh, industry. Right. These girls get tricked into going down to Florida and like they're promised all these riches mm. and all this stuff. But. The yeah. unfortunate side of it is that you have a very short shelf life, like a seven month right. shelf life. Yeah. As in, and in that seven months, it's mm-hmm. like these girls are used and abused. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And that, girl, girl yeah. next door was the name of that. That's one. what it yeah. was. Yeah. But um, there's a couple of them. Life after porn. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Those are good because I mean, it's the actual like. You know, in the '90s, the porn stars like Jenna Jameson. Yeah, yeah. You don't have dude, to- she's killing the game. She's yeah. married to Tito Ortiz and right doing good things. Didn't he beat the shit out of her? Oh no, did he? I think he did. God damn it! Yeah. Oh no, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, it was you know all these '90s porn stars that yeah. you know now they're going to PTA meetings and it's yeah. you know how their life is, but. But you know what? If I was that woman, I would walk in there like a boss bitch. Like, yeah, all your husbands have jerked off to me. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, honestly, go yeah. in there like a boss girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but of course you have, you don't really think about all the behind the scenes people of this, you know, mm-hmm. because, okay, you have producers, writers, crew, you know, these are people who have to get past like. They have to tell people what they do just as much as the actresses and everything sure. else do. 
So you know what? Yeah, they have to have those family conversations. Oh, you're a producer? That's wonderful. Can I watch what you're... Mm, maybe not, you know? <laughs> no. So, you know, they, you know, they deserve dignity too because they're doing a difficult job that serves all of you, you know? True. So Have you seen that video? It's like a blooper reel. But it's this cameraman who's like trying to get that zoomed in money <laughs> shot. No. <laughs> he... He gets the money shot in his mouth. Oh, no. Yeah, the camera guy. Talk about taking one for the team. (laughs) Fuck. So, yeah. They're the real MVP. Real American heroes. (laughs) I broke up, broke out in the song. Oh. Drink, everyone. Take a drink. Um, Okay. So, then you also have everyone's favorite local exotic dancers. Yeah. 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 Those, I think, are the women who are doing it on the front lines, you know? Yeah. And they're, I, yeah. And Kudos, you know, ladies. Again, too, um, like we were talking with the escorts, guys, don't think you're going to a strip club. Yeah. A gentleman's club, excuse me. Right, gentleman's club. And think you're getting laid. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No. That's not how this works. That's no. Not what, no. No sex in the champagne room, you guys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it happens, but that's right. not what it's there for. Yeah, for sure. And the girls who are willing to do that are few and far between. Absolutely. They're and up there shaking their tight asses, mm-hmm. knowing that they're going to get money out of you and, for not even touching you. And do you know how... Diffi- they know how this game works. Do you know how physically strong you have to be to do a lot of that shit that oh, they yeah. do? They have they have um, fitness classes that mm-hmm. are the, the pole aerobics. Yeah. You go, bitch. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to get up there in those six inch heels. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you got not to mention the fact that you have to stay in shape. And let's be real. I am not even prepared for that profession. <laughs> A little bit. Not even. Okay. There's one strip club in Fayetteville. Um, is it like there's bottoms is, up? Isn't it right in front of the come and go gas station? It's very. Um, oh so, no, no. <laughs> um, <coughs> that's that's one of them. But one of them uh, bottoms up. That's great name. We, by we the should way. go. We should go one time because the only yeah. I went one time and like the pole was a PVC pipe spray painted silver. Stop it! There was a water leak from the bathroom. You're lying. I, no, I'm not. Oh my and god! Two of the girls were pregnant. No, yeah, it is a shit show, but it's almost, you know, and and I'll probably take shit for this, but I would much rather support that. Yeah, I would much rather. Hell yeah, probably because I'm a sleaze, but it's like this girl's gonna work a little bit harder for a dollar. And not only that, but okay, in me personally, I've been to strip clubs before. Generally, it tends to be like one of my lesbian friend's birthday or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, it's it's more of like a jokey reason that I'm there. But sure. I have respect for everybody that works there anytime I'm in a situation because I'm like, damn, girl, get it. Like, the shit they do with their bodies, oh, like, yeah. get it, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. 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 And obviously those places are many and still in business because, again... Some of y'all are going, so don't be right. Don't be judgy. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Uh, Springfield, Missouri, which is the buckle of the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. so many strip clubs, and they're all. I mean, they're all flourishing. And you know what? How many times? Back to the monogamy episode. Mm-hmm. How many infidelities do you think that has prevented? Sure. 
for men being able to go and satisfy that like sexual need. Right. Without having actually done anything wrong. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. Unsung heroes. Mm -hmm. Once again. Saving saving marriages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love this episode so far. (laughs) Um, So... Also, this is sort of like an old school one that I love. Mm-hmm. Phone sex worker. Yeah. You forget about that actual phone sex line still exist because it's just so like, you know, with the internet and stuff now. Like, But you used to always see if you fell asleep in front of the TV mm-hmm. and you woke up at two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. there was some like party line or like, yeah. you know, give us a call now. All right. Girls waiting. But <laughs> hot and ready to talk to you. <laughs> but also, I low-key, this is my favorite because I feel like I could totally do this profession. Like I okay. yeah. I, I mean, I have a radio voice, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you don't have to be goofy or so like I'm too goofy to really be sexy physically in person. Yeah. There's just no way. Like I can't I I could never shake sexy like right. a stripper can or, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I could talk some game, you know. like. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, the guy on the other end is just jerking off and not saying anything back. Exactly. So you just get to moan and right. say, yeah, that feels, yeah, I like that. And you can pretend he's hot, you know, like you don't have to. It's not like in the strip club where you can see he's a sleaze bag, oh, yeah. okay. Over the phone. He could be that could be uh, Channing Tatum in your mind. <laughs> could be. You could be really jerking off too and having a great time and getting paid. Right. So once again, you go, girl. You mm-hmm. beat the system for sure. Again, also probably how many infidelities may that have prevent- Good point. prevented over because, the years? You know, the male is being able to fulfill some kind of fantasy mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, go without ever doing anything really wrong. Yeah. So, except yeah. racking up six ninety nine a minute. <laughs> Yeah, except for when you hit the phone bill. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Like phone lines, were you? <laughs> Did you ever get in trouble for like calling something that was, you know? I like called a, the Miss Cleo thing. What was it? The, the oh, psychic? Miss, yeah, what, yeah. What was that? Psychic? So it was call me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, and um, I called one of those, and I was on the phone with that lady for an hour. Oh, my God. Like, she had some really important things to say, and I was listening. And then after an hour, it just disconnected because um, it was like a $300 bill. Oh, my God. And they would limit you to an hour. <laughs> and I was kind of like, well, shit. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I didn't even get to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. kind yeah. of bullshit is this? No shit. At least with the other one, you would have been done in two minutes. <laughs> save yourself a lot of money for sure so anyway um then you also have the mm, i guess okay i wrote down the word that we don't want to use it's the overseer of the ladies um what did what was the word we wanted to use well um we there was kind of two of them so there was like the brothel owner brothel owner that was it Yeah. yeah But I think that's different. The street than a term pimp. is like pimp. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the statistic on that pimp? Ninety percent oh, of women. Ninety percent of women depend on a pimp. Yeah. And you know, again, again, it's probably because only one state in the entire United States is it right. legal. And if it was, 
It was if it was decriminalized, these women wouldn't have to, you know, because who knows how much they're making, and they've got to give a percentage to the pimp and right. all this other stuff, and right. you know, just to keep themselves out of danger, right? Which really is he keeping them out of danger? No, because there's the time? A, there's abuse there, and mm-hmm. this guy's sending her out on the street or sending her to somebody's house, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't taking care. the majority of it, yeah. Know. If if she winds up getting murdered, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You think he's calling the cops and saying, "Hey." My lady's missing. Yeah, no. 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 Yeah. He's moving on with his life. But on the better side of that, you have the legal fellows who are doing that profession. Mm-hmm. Not fellows. Sometimes they're women, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I feel bad that I said that that way. You know, the person that is overseeing the operation, yeah. the safety and the, you know, general management of, you know. Sure. So. I mean, it's just. They can either be <clears throat> a very good person who treats them very well, like. The gentleman who owns the brothel in... He died. He did? Yeah. And, he and, died happy, though. I'm sure he did, yeah. It was <laughs> he, funny. He had a great run, I'm sure of it. Not only did he die, but after his death, um, Nevada still voted him in as like a... I, I forget, some kind of office. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the jokes of the roast battle that Andy uh-huh. did. That was like, we... Um, <laughs> 2018 sucked so bad that uh, we we voted in a dead pimp and everybody was just like, eh, seems, it seems <laughs> like it's, you know, whatever. It seems like, seems normal or whatever. Sure, right. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah. So yeah, it seems weird that it's really one extreme or the other. Uh, right. Well, and I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, now that um, marijuana is becoming slowly decriminalized. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go to some weird part of town and talk mm-hmm. to some weird guy. and Put yourself in danger show to up, get what you want. Yeah, show up with money hoping that you don't just get jumped and right. walk away empty handed, mm-hmm. you know, same thing in this situation. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Take a drink. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Um, you also have erotic massagers, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know why I, I'm more, I think of males when I think of this for some reason. Okay. Because, Okay. Like, I lived in Boys Town for a while, mm-hmm. and, like, in the, um, you have, like, the... It, for you gold stars out there, that's, like, five drinks with the ums and the I likes. I know, damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here, like, when I moved here, it was called the Gaily. It's, like, the newspaper, the gay newspaper, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And they would have a classified section, but all of the classified section was, like, erotic massage, erotic massage, and... Basically, I'm sure, you know, there's probably a happy ending involved. Sure. So I don't know why in my head, erotic massage always makes me think of male sex workers. Okay. This is my personal frame of reference, I suppose. Um, Do you have any thoughts on that, Brian? Well, I've actually had an erotic massage once. Really? it was the best fucking thing in my life. Look at that. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was still in the army at the time. Yeah. um, But yeah, I I mean, had a good massage. Uh Uh-huh. I got jerked off at the end. Oh my god, that reminds me of a joke Brad Sativa told the other week. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, go see Brad. There's a really great joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the next one, uh, is like the 2018, but also still kind of traditional, or what you think of, you know, webcam models. Mm-hmm. You now have the option, and that's you- probably replaced the phone sex. And I kind of like this because there's something empowering about it to it being your own business. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like you're not just selling your video that you made with someone else to some site. Sure. You make your own hours. Mm -hmm. You get on there when you want. You do what you want or don't do what you want. That's very true. And again, you're not having to see them. You can pretend it's Channing Tatum or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's very like the phone sex worker of the new millennia. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they can... Does it count if you said it? Absolutely. Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, for sure it's not on there, is it? Oh, no, I say for sure all the time. For sure. Okay. Um, But yeah, you know, the the cam models, um, they're they're still kind of working... For someone, I think somebody takes a cut. They have some kind of the website the itself. The website, yeah. But legitimately, I watched. The, I actually did see like a. I don't know if it was a Netflix special or what it was mm-hmm. about this, but they were talking to these girls and they were really like they had the greatest things to say about it. Sure. Because of course you're always gonna get like they basically have a what how it goes is you know they're on film. People either pay to get in this they they pay to get in the room of mm-hmm. so you know the I guess like internet room to watch her but like she can like they can tip her Mm -hmm. to and then there's a like a feed on the side where they can type stuff in that they want to see her do yeah or that you know nine times out of ten they they turn that off they don't even read that bullshit right they're not listening to you they don't care right but some of them who you know maybe are a little harder up like they you know they rely on those tips a lot sure um, because it's not a great percentage that you're getting from the site. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things where you're only making as much money as how hard you're willing to work. Sure. But at the same time, you can you still have the option to turn those things down. Mm-hmm. Okay, and guess what? Any of those things that those guys have said to that woman and asked her to do, don't think for a second I haven't heard those same messages on a Tinder you know, Boom. message or whatever. Yeah. So guess what? Women in this day and age are hearing that filth no matter where you are. No matter are. what. You, you see it on Facebook all the time. I mean, We're I, immune to it at this point. Right. Realistically. Sadly, obviously, <laughs> but realistically, we're immune to it. Yeah. You know? And you it's see it disgusting, on but yeah. Yeah, you see it on Facebook all the time when these males will get into a female's DMs and the shit that they'll say. Oh, yeah. And I think it's kind of funny when the female's like screenshot that and then post it oh yeah and tag the dude like i love that yeah call them out yeah Yeah. do it women so yeah yeah the only thing with the cam thing is that you know man if anybody got on there that recognized you that would be kind of rough to explain yikes you know but i mean same thing with you know being an adult film star sure yeah Yeah. that would probably be the nothing worse than like "Mm, i'm just gonna jerk off today oh my god that's my daughter (laughs) right don't worry, Dad. I would never mm. ever do that again. <laughs> going back, no one would ever pay to see me have sex, so we're we're good. But, um, but anyway, yeah, that would also be weird. Yeah. What if it was like, oh my God, that's my next door neighbor, Susie. Mm-hmm. Or, but I you'd mean, probably still just keep going. <laughs> You're like, <right>. cool. <laughs> Always wanted to fuck Susie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's sort of like the more traditional, um, occupation occupations. <laughs> That you think of, um, there's a couple that we that we came across that are a little bit tamer, but they're also billions and billions of dollar industries. So if you you know find yourself in a position where you know you need to make your own hours and you need to be independently wealthy and and so on and so forth, um, one the one that I love that we thought of were these like 
the pure romance party professionals. Mm-hmm. It was a pleasure product professional. <laughs> it's like the pineapple piece of her Right. The PPP. The PPP. But this one is pleasure product professional, mm-hmm. which is really neat. I, oh, I thought these were really neat because, you know, it's like it brings it into your own home. Mm-hmm. It's a fun thing to do with your girlfriends. And like the women that are putting it on are entrepreneurs. They're small oh, yeah. business owners and they can bank out on that. Check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never you mind know? Avon. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I think the statistic I saw was like the sex toy industry mm-hmm. is like $15 billion a year. That's insane. Let me get a piece of that financial pie. Okay. No doubt. On top of that, like, fellas, figure this out. <laughs> like, what? I mean, for women to have to spend $15 billion a year on sex toys? Oh, but it's not always what you're thinking. So they don't just, it's not just like, here's all the dildos, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, it's true. I mean, they do have the candles and the... And they the, have, like, lingerie. Yeah, they have the um, oils. oils and, mm-hmm. like, you know, all that different kind of Fair stuff. Enough. And a lot mm-hmm. of it is spun, depending... <laughs> Drink, everybody. Um, a lot of it is spun based on the audience. Sure. So that woman that's putting on that party, she's going to say, okay, this is um, a group that is, you know, a bunch of suburban married moms or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want more stuff that's going to spice up their relationship with their husband. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. If you have a group of girls that are 20-something bartenders doing it, right? bring all the dildos, okay? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's a lot more to it. Again, enlightening everybody. It's not just dildo sales. Yeah, it's a lot of things. So um, even you learned something today, Brian. Yay. And then um, similarly, retail stores, you know? Yeah. Retail stores are a small business owner, you know? Yeah. It, that's your local people who are bringing you your sexual needs. And taking a hit for it, you know? Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, uh, patronizing these places. Right. And they're no different than a coffee shop owner or anything else. In fact, if anything, the roadside ones with the jerk-off booths. Yeah. They have a lot of cleaning up to do. Um, <laughs> that's another thing about Missouri. You dr- you've driven through Missouri. Yes. It's like every 18 miles. Yeah. There's some nasty men's spa. Uh, from Champaign to Chicago <laughs> on I-57, it's the same way where it's like every 35 miles, there's like a dirty roadside yeah. one. Yeah. But Just, I mean, it's like nothing but truckers going from St. Mm-hmm. Louis to Chicago, you know, yeah. and it's like they the real MVPs, <laughs> you know? The retail store workers. Mm -hmm. And in today's day and age where people can buy everything online. Yeah. You know, they're probably suffering a little bit. Yeah, probably. And, you know, even with the passion parties or pure romance or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, where they're bringing that store into someone's home. Yeah. You know, still kind of digging into that. Well, yeah. And like, obviously, someone would rather buy a dildo online instead of going into a store where someone might see their car in front of it or whatever, you know, like. So yeah, like there's 15 billion dollars in this industry, and y'all are playing with this stuff. So I don't understand. I, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm not shy. I'm like, I'm not. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was there, Debbie. What? <laughs> what do you want to know? What I bought? Yeah, I'll tell you that too. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, but you know, I'm a. <laughs> 
I'm a little less tactful than most people. So, so that brings us to non-traditional. These are the ones that we kind of thought you guys maybe don't know about or haven't thought about, but are mm-hmm. also important workers of the industry that, you know, are unsung heroes as well. All right. Um, and also options for you if you perhaps don't want to do any of the aforesaid things. So, number one is my absolute favorite. And if anybody has an open position for this, let get at me. <laughs> get at that DM, okay? Sex toy tester. Sure. Um, You would never see my ass again, okay? <laughs> I would literally have no reason to leave the house at that point. Right. They're just sending you. But what this is is that, like, Companies that create these toys will, they obviously need people to test them out to see if it's a marketable product. Makes sense. Yeah, somebody's got to try it out. And I wonder what. I would like to volunteer for that. (laughs) Hmm. I would like to be a pioneer. I did um, years and years and years ago. You know, you do the, uh, what is it? Um, we actually want them as a sponsor. What's their What's their name? Adam, Adam and Eve. Eve. Yeah. Um, get at us. Yeah, for sure. You know how they do the thing where you buy three movies, you get all these free gifts. Yeah, you get like yeah. One of them was a a blowjob machine. It wasn't a machine. I had to actually pump it, but it was this weird thing. It was like a sleeve. Can you not let the word get out on that? Because I will never get a date <laughs> again. Okay. <laughs> and you pump it, and this thing goes up and down on your get cock. Out of town. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, sign me up for Sex Toy Tester too. Right. Right. <laughs> that will be the end of this podcast because neither one of us will leave our rooms ever Right. Again. Oh, my God. But anyway, so that's kind of like a fun one. There was also Sexual Care Worker, which is... Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. It's a I little... Like it. It's interesting because, okay, so they did say this started in Japan and I guess what it is essentially is somebody who just finishes the job for you mm-hmm. and they are only using their hand. So it's literally like people apparently who are having trouble climaxing for whatever reason. <coughs> I didn't mean to do that. No, it's okay. We both have wicked <laughs> colds right now. So, um, um, but you know, in, in our history, we just ummed and saying, um, Oh, every time we do something in unison. Uh, okay. Yeah. We do that a lot. In our sex history episode, we talked about the um, female hysteria. Mm, yeah. So I mean, and, and we talked about the need to come. You have to. You have to come. You have. So if you haven't listened, so, if you I don't haven't, know why I'm thinking about fucking. If you haven't listened, slusher. Because we're just everyone <laughs> has to come. Everybody, everybody come. Because he literally <laughs> says, "Try to find an episode where we don't talk about come." <laughs> it's like, but yeah. So, but yeah, so for, if you haven't listened to that episode, in the Weird Sex History one, there literally was a profession that was like a doctor mm-hmm. that would, when women were experiencing symptoms of being a woman, <laughs> like <laughs> irritability, da 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 da, like right. you could go to the doctor and get jerked off. Like yeah. it was wild. So I think that this is sort of maybe the modern day version of that. I think so. But they were very clear that it's very like clinical. Mm hmm. And there's no like That's sex. Good. There's no actual sexual intercourse. It's just like mm. handies only. I mean, hand jobs are awful enough, and then just somebody 
You give yourself hand jobs regularly. I'm certain of it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but I do it better than anyone else. That's true. But hand jobs are so awful, and to like have somebody in a <laughs> clinical setting yeah, try to get no. Nah, well, good luck. Even if they were playing that song we did in the intro, Brian. Right. Yeah. I no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you also have sex educators. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this can be anyone from the person in high school who taught you this. Yeah. Or it could be there are people who are actually hired to be speakers to large groups of adults who, for any number of reasons, that was another burp. So yeah, everybody drink. Um, They can speak to large groups about different things like, you know, um, erectile dysfunction or, you know, whatever it is, Um, any topic in the world. They're an expert on sex and they go and they speak to people about it. Yeah. And. That's kind of what we do. Kind of, uh, sort of. Hey, hey. Are, we, are we a sex worker? Are we worker? sex educators right now? Are we sex workers? Oh, my gosh. I, Dad, I'm glad I didn't have to tell you this over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're just listening, and now you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That just happened. So sex educators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, that goes all the way down to, like, I remember, like, in school, it was fifth grade that they started showing us that stuff. Yeah, I think mine was sixth. So, you know, again, this is not a dirty thing. This is just like educating people about a real, very important issue. Sure. So, yeah. Um, The kink consultant. Mm -hmm. I wish I could remember. God, what did it say about? You know, I was watching. There was like a formal name for it. Yeah. I was watching um, a documentary on Netflix about John Bidet Ramsey. I think it was like casting Ramsey. I don't like where this is going. Well, (laughs) this one guy who was auditioning to be a, um, I think he was going to be the sheriff. He was one of these people. And in the, in the documentary, he pulls out whips and floggers and shows you how to use them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could pull this up. The guy's name was so funny too. It's like, (laughs) Okay, that's what you went with. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so maybe, yeah. I mean, there's there's a market for everything, you know? Sure. And, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you get a whip, you probably want to be educated on how to use this. Yeah. You just don't go smacking people with that. Sure. Like you're Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a bullwhip, Brian. <laughs> It's more of like a crop, like a, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you you still kind of. Sure. Well, and it can be like, you know, I know that there are, um, and this is kind of borderline one, segue, segue alert, (laughs) Um, fetishists and dominatrixes, like dominatrices, sorry, I said that badly. Um, It's kind of like borderline that where, you know, people know that they have this inclination. Uh Uh-huh. And they will teach them how to do it in a safe, you know, effective way or whatever. And so it's kind of like the same thing. But I almost feel like this is maybe like the male version of it. Could be. I don't know why I'm thinking that because probably because it was a dude's name. But yeah, but essentially, you know, it's it's teaching you how to do those things mm-hmm. the way that it's supposed to be. Which, like, let's say you're going to a swingers party or something. You don't want to show up and be, you know, the guy that's whipping people with a bullwhip you don't want to show up with a bullwhip for god's sakes okay you know sure maybe that's why you hire this guy could be yeah sure so yeah then moving on to fetishists and dominatrices like these are uh people who 
fulfill your most intimate, um, generally submissive or dominant, you know, tendencies. Sure. Or, um, you know, fetishists are like the woman that was talking about in the article was saying I have a that it doesn't always have to be like sexual intercourse. Right. In fact, many times it's not. Yeah. Um, where she said she has a man that has to be treated like a baby. So she puts him in a diaper and puts baby powder on him and feed, bottle feeds him. And um, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. But Oh, no, I remember. It, it was the, the woman who um, there was a man who wanted to be a sheep while she was a wolf. And so that she, he could pretend that he, she was going to slaughter him. Yeah, that and was like, what it was. Y'all are wild. I blocked it out of my memory. Right. Glad you remembered it. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I'm not glad. That was really weird. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and file that under forget again. Right. We, we, we <laughs> don't tend to judge people, but I'm judging the fuck out of that mm-hmm, guy. Yeah. But, you know, to each their own. And, <laughs> they, you know, there are people who have these needs that need to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to go crazy. Otherwise, they wouldn't seek these people out, you know? That's true. And kudos to them for doing it in a safe, respectable manner, which is in the privacy of your own home. Sure. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, sex therapist. Yeah. You know, these are people who are... Um, I, I wonder if they would uh, like us referring to them as sex workers. I, I could see where they kind of play a role, but... This is the sex industry. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, so technically, yeah, are they a licensed clinical social worker or, you know, therapist or perhaps psychologist? Sure. Are they probably consider themselves in the mental health field? However, these are people who specifically have a role of just uh, intermediating couples or individuals who are having uh, issues sexually. Yeah. And um, I think what most people think of is, you know, couples who are having trouble in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a really important thing, too, because, you know, here you are admitting that, you know, this is a problem enough in your relationship where either you're going to go seek it somewhere else or you're going to get a divorce. Sure. And so these are real, again, unsung heroes. Mm -hmm. They're keeping people together and helping them by fixing for sure. That issue in their in their marriage or in their relationship or in themselves. Uh, and finally, this is again the like new age-ist of them all, is sex bloggers. Mm-hmm. People, I guess, want to get on there and read about sex. I'm not a real big reader on the internet. Yeah, me neither. I've, I don't think I've ever read a blog or followed a blog. No, I have to spend enough time in front of the computer all day. God yeah. knows I don't. And just keeping up with somebody else else's life when I can't even keep up with my own. Like, Well, and this could be like, I, I feel like it's like the written podcast. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense, yeah. I would rather just hear it. I don't want to do the work of reading. Could you imagine me and Beth writing? No. Come on. Can you, like, how many misspellings and made-up <laughs> words? and My dyslexia. and oh, God, uh, it would just be riddled with errors and right. embarrassing. Right. It certainly wouldn't have thousands of mm. listeners or followers. Thank you, everybody. You guys, we have five episodes with over a thousand listens. That's so huge. It's huge. You're the best, honestly. We love you. So that's all we have for yeah. sex, you know, the... Occupations. <laughs> we don't mean to make fun of it. It's very serious. And yeah. we appreciate all of you sex workers 
sex industry workers and sure. everyone in that related. Save those marriages. Hell yeah. And, and you know, again, guys, be respectful. Yeah. This is not. These are people. They're human beings. Yeah. And you know what? You wouldn't go to your they, bartender and, you know, right. treat them like shit or your your server or anything like that. I mean, treat yeah. these people with some respect. They deserve respect and they have these occupations because it's enough of a need that it should be respected. Right. Because it's a legitimate industry. This mm-hmm. isn't something they made up, like the made up words we make up. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So be respectful. And yeah. High five up. A exotic dancer next yeah. time you see her. Yeah. Like, you go, girl. I know. Are Brian you- and Beth told me how hard your thighs must be to hold yourself <laughs> up that way. Yeah, and can. I respect you as an athlete and a professional. Mm-hmm. I oh. like it. Cool. You know, it's kind of funny. This is a little trick for you fellas out there. I used to do this when I was in the Army. <laughs> Before I would go to a strip club, I'd go to a bank and I'd get $2 bills instead of singles. Okay. Because from the stage and with how dark it is, it looks like a fiver. No, don't do that. I, I take that back. Respect your strippers, exotic dancers. God, Brian, you I'm just, just blew the whole episode. The whole, whole episode is out of the window. I'm gonna. But uh, also, no, you want to know what? That's a good thing for the ladies to hear because now they know your trick. Yep. Don't fall for it, ladies. It's don't a, edit it out. It's a two dollar bill. Don't fall for it. See. Everyone learns something, even the people working in the industry. How about that? Everyone's guys, a winner. I feel proud. All right. Well, we are going to wrap this up. Because <laughs> okay. Before I stick my foot in my mouth anymore. Yeah, because I have to go see Oh yeah. a comedy show tonight. And I'm wearing the sweatshirt of the person that it is. <laughs> and you can't wear the, the band shirt to the concert that you're going to. Oh, it's, that's true. I got to change. That is true. Yeah. All right. Shout outs to the, the regulars. Um, uh, Trash Z- Blood Zach podcast. Slusher. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha Hunt. Please follow her and worship her the way that we do. Um, Wendy Love Edge and Topher Kogan show. Listen to them. Yep. And then also this January 27th, Frank and Beans Live. Yes. So again, folks, if you are interested in, on, in going on a date, with either myself or Brian. Is it going to be a real date? It's going to be a real date. Oh, yeah? We're committed to this, Brian. Okay. For the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah, I'm in. Professionals. Absolutely. Okay. So, and also I get to pick the ladies. So, okay. this is going to be a lot of fun. Do I get to pick your guys? Yes. That's right. the point. You pick the guys, I pick the girls. All right. You're going to be fair, right? Yes. Ob- okay. Brian, who knows you better than I do? <laughs> Obviously. Uh, just, Who is higher? I have higher standards for you than you have for yourself. I know. So you're welcome in advance. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, if you, anyone wants to be a participant in that, please get at us in advance. Otherwise, just come to the show because it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, January 27th at Black Apple Crossing, Crossing. Springdale, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You can always email us at fnbpodcast at, at gmail.com. And please leave us a review and a rating. And yeah, rate us on iTunes. We will love you forever. Absolutely. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies.